I'm Ray Waters. Christian Bossert is the founder and head trainer for Homefront Fitness, an in-home and online personal training business operating out of Atlanta. He started the business during graduate school at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville in March of 2014. Christian had discovered that there were many people who wanted to lose weight and get in shape, but would never step foot in a gym. And the reason they wouldn't like the public gym was a sense that they would feel judged and looked down on as failures before they could even get started. In order to help these people, Christian knew he had to meet them in a trusted location, and that it turns out to be is their own home. Christian knows that listening with compassion is the key to unlocking the power within people. Listening is the most powerful tool when it comes to his success in helping people lose weight and feel great. Since starting Homefront Fitness over two years ago, Christian has helped hundreds of people become mentally and physically stronger and healthier. Christian, it is an honor having you on The Big Life. I'm pumped to be here. I'm pumped too. We have a mutual friend, Jake Rothschild, and he tells me you are the greatest thing in the world. So thank you for being a part of our broadcast. Uh, it, it is a pleasure, Ray. Hey, so first for our listeners, um, Christian walks in and you can tell he is in the fitness business. You look like you could be playing tight end for the Falcons right now. <laughs> you look like quite an athlete. Were you an athlete growing up? Uh, yeah, well, I, I would like to catch a pass from Matt, Matt Ryan. That's a dream. <laughs> we need mine. you. Um, but yeah, I played football and I, uh, ran a little track, um, you know, played linebacker, but I did not, you know, have the skill necessary. Yeah. Well, you, you look great and I'm, I'm, I'm honored <laughs> to get to, to meet you. I want to kind of get your backstory so we can kind of come up to date with where you are right now. I know that you grew up in a Navy family. You were the only boy with four sisters. Um, is that where you learned these listening skills? Uh, that's my best guess, Ray. Uh, you know, growing up in a house full of girls and your, you know, dad is like out to sea or, you know, he's working long hours. You're just around the girls all day long. Um, they have a lot of energy and, uh, I think I found the way to eliminate drama from my life. Not that there are a bunch of drama queens, but <laughs> sisters, if you're listening to this, there's uh, no, we're not implying that. Please don't hammer me at Christmas. <laughs> um, but I, I found it best to just sit back and listen. And uh, that's where I found peace. It's, it's, it was a bet. And it's a brilliant place. It's a brilliant place to be where you can listen. And uh, you say that really has helped you unlock people's, some of the struggles that they have with, with weight. Absolutely. Um, you know, when people come to me, it's usually when they're in like an emotional state and they do not feel good about themselves. Uh, maybe they need to lose weight or maybe they just want to become more fit. Regardless, they're in a vulnerable state where they are reaching out and it's scary. You can see it in their eyes. They're, oh, they're yeah. scared and uh, they're looking for someone to trust. Oftentimes these individuals don't have someone who they can turn to that they can trust. And for me, it's an absolute honor to just be with them and to have them share with me like what they want to achieve. But with all of my clients, they've shared with me their life, which is amazing. That is, it is kind of an honor that they let you behind the curtain and they let you know kind of their deepest feelings about things, I would guess. 
It, it is an honor. It's an honor. It's a privilege. And it's something I do not take lightly. Well, I can tell. I can tell. Let me ask you this. Did you know, like high school, college, when did you know that you were going to be a personal trainer and you were going to help people regain their health? When, when did that become a reality for you? This happened during my last year of grad school. Uh, one of my best friends, you know, he went off and started his own businesses and he put the confidence in me that I could start a business right out of school. And I'd never really thought that this was something I wanted to do. Um, I always envisioned myself working in like, you know, corporate America, corporate wellness, something like that. And, um, you know, one of my best friends, he put the light in, in my eyes that said, no, you are supposed to do this. Like, this is your calling. I see it. I wish you would see it. And, uh, after like, you know, months and months and months of talking in my ear, I eventually decided that this is what I wanted to do full time. And wow, what a great friend. He just saw it in you. You saw it. So you didn't grow up in a home where you were groomed to be an entrepreneur. That really wasn't the, you said your dad was military. He was military. Uh, absolutely not. I was not, uh, groomed to be an entrepreneur. I was uh, groomed to like decide like whatever I want to do. Right. Um, but this particular route was not something I realized until my mid twenties. Wow. I'm blown away at what you have done in a relatively short time. You've been at this now, how many years? Uh, it'll be uh, two and a half, two and, two and a half, half years. And you've built a large clientele and you even have another trainer that's working now in your, in your business. Is that true? I do. That's I do. awesome. That, that is, that's great success. You have really been hitting it. I, it's very impressive. Now let me ask you, take you back to college. When you're in college, was your degree in something that has to do with physical fitness? Yes. My, uh, so I studied exercise science at Tennessee and you know, I, I got a lot of experience, you know, working with college athletics, with athletic training. And By the way, I drove through Knoxville yesterday, and I wanted so badly to – I'd never seen the stadium, and I wanted to turn off the highway and go over. That had to be exciting to be in a, such a great college town. It, it was a lot of fun. I, I truly enjoyed my – Undergrad years, oh, I bet. To, to say the least. Can you sing Rocky Top? I know you can. You don't uh, have to on the show. I'm not going <laughs> to sing it right now. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed about what happened over the weekend. Uh, no, I know. Uh, but, you know, I, I do love Tennessee. I know you do. I know you do. I'm sorry. Keep going. So you so you have that degree. Did you work with the athletes at University of Tennessee? I did. I, I worked with the Lady Vols, uh, specifically the swimming and diving teams and the track and field teams. And this is with athletic training, which is rehab, uh, pre and post workout remedies. Um, not these are elite. These are elite. At, I'm thinking the University of Tennessee. This is elite, right? <laughs> they are. They are. We have like Olympians, gold medal, gold medal Olympians wow. um, on you know track and field, swimming and diving. They are not only are they like Olympians and world class athletes, but they're world class people. Uh, they are amazing people. They. You know, even though they're world class, they don't have much of an ego to them. So, the, so they're good people, nice people, but they also, I guess, they have something. Their motor has to run faster or stronger <laughs> than most of our motors run. 
Uh, they have God-given abilities that right. <laughs> you, uh, you know, not all of us can, you know, well, sprint me, that fast. Oh, my gosh. Well, let me ask you this. You, so you're at University of Tennessee. You're working with elite athletes. When you decided your business plan, is that too? Are you, are you doing, are you working with elite athletes? Now, who, who are the target people that you are working with and what you do now? So, uh, one of the beauties of working with elite athletes is that I, I, I worked with, it was about three years that I worked with the Lady Vols. I realized that I did not have the energy to keep up with these elite athletes all day long. And that's when I like turned my attention towards working with a population that wasn't necessarily elite. Um, I turned my attention towards a population that either a, they are, you know, working and, uh, they just wanted to develop a way to balance their life, their, their home life, their work life and their, you know, their health. And I found that I really connected with that population. Not that I didn't connect with the athletes, but I truly like, I found myself, it was like a natural you know, it was like a, like the puzzle piece is just fitting together. And so, so the average, your average client, is there a way to say my average client is a. Uh, yeah, you can say that. Uh, my average client, they are 61 years old and they are retired or about to retire, thinking about retirement and they are learning to exercise for the first time in their life. Um, more often than not, they want to lose a little bit of weight. Um, more often than not, they have never worked with a personal trainer. And uh, it's awesome because I get to teach them how to that work out awesome. yes. correctly and how to balance the, uh, the, the healthy habits uh, throughout the uh, week when I'm not there. Yes, that's great. Do you have, is there, I don't know if this... It's going to come across right. Is do you have a philosophy for fitness? Is there a way to like like do you have just a bottom line way that you kind of explain your fitness ideas? Um, so I, I believe you should do what you enjoy. So when I sit down with people who, uh, you know, want to like I don't know, pick a bone with me, maybe they don't like fitness, maybe they don't like to work out, they associate working out with like pain and. Mm-hmm. It's not a pleasant experience. Right. Um, I'll just ask them, like, what what are some things you enjoy? Like, do you enjoy going for a walk? Do you enjoy, um, you know, riding a bike? Um, do you enjoy so going you for a stroll on the beach? Yeah, so That's you, exercise. Yeah. That so you, counts. So you find something that really connects with them and let them know that that counts, that that can be their exercise. Yep, but you in, but you have to listen. So, like, usually when people are – telling you like, Oh, I hate exercise. It's terrible. It's awful. They'll give you a ton of other information that gives you a little insight as to who they are. Just a, you know, more than not, you can get a, just a glimpse of who they are. And just based on that information that they give me, I can help them identify yeah. something that they enjoy. Cause we all like to exercise. Like it's so important to exercise. That's how we get better. When we exercise, we feel good. When we feel good, we make good decisions. Right. We have energy. 
you know, I'm getting into the age of the what your average client is, and little things like um, flexibility. I'm realizing I need a plan because I can't get down on the floor and mm-hmm. get up if I've got grandkids over as easily as I once could. Um, so I'm imagining that you do it all. You're 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 helping them build muscle, but you're also helping them with flexibility and endurance and all of those things. It's it's the whole whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, my, my job at, as a, as a trainer is to make sure that the client's goals are achieved and it's my job to make sure that they identify the right goals, which are their goals. I'm not going to tell them what they should or should not do. They will do that. Um, and it's my job to like motivate them and give them the tools to identify those goals and to you know, be their cheerleader yeah. per se to yeah. take time and like figure out what they truly want. Like it's so important to set big goals. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. You, you have a generous spirit about you. I, I talk to people all the time and when you meet someone that has a generous spirit, I can see how you would be unbelievably effective because you feel love. Like I can hear when you're talking about, your clients, I sense that they become your friends and that you love them and that you listen to them and you help them. I can, I can feel that it's a beautiful thing. It seems. That, that is a reality. I'm, I would consider myself very close, uh, good friends with all of my clients, every single client that I have, I consider a good friend of mine. That's amazing. What do you think the biggest obstacle is for most of us to get into shape? I think the the biggest obstacle is ourselves. The, the greatest barrier is telling yourself that you can do it and that it is possible and um, not being afraid to ask for help. Yeah. That's a big, that's a huge step. If someone comes to you, Ray, and they're like, hey, Ray, you know, I'm thinking about getting in shape. That's a major, that's a huge step that they are confiding in you and telling you that that's a major, major step towards their, you know, pursuit of living a healthier life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, as it relates to people that you train, any success stories? I know you can't give me names and all of that stuff, but can you just give me an example of some of the success stories that you've experienced over the last couple of years? Sure. Um, Let's see. Uh, last year, a a lovely, lovely woman. She came to me, and she's like, "Look, I want a trainer. I'm gonna hire you for a few months. Help me lose some weight." Um, and that's it. And um, when I sat down with her, like quickly, we developed a relationship in which, like, I got to know her very well, and like, you know, her family. You know, married, kids. Kids moved out of the house. Kids are you know, graduated from college and she was having a hard time finding her purpose. And the, the, the beauty is like, she like by us talking and identifying big goals, like big goals, such mm-hmm. as competing in a triathlon for the first time. And it's like, she never thought about doing a triathlon. She did it. Um, but focusing on creating big goals helped her to see the bigger picture in her own life. Oh, wow. And it was, it's been phenomenal. And I've seen this pattern with client after client after client. Um, 
that are you know willing to set uh those those big big goals that's exciting so this lady goes from never thinking about a triathlon and she actually competes in them now she 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 competed in uh she did one in the spring and she's been doing like 5k's uh she's you know that's exciting that's very that's cool big goals ray that's very cool very cool um you seem like someone who is uh, energized all the time. Tell me what a typical day is. What, what time do you get up in the morning? So <laughs> I'll get up at 4.15, 4.15 a.m. In the morning. Like we're talking about in the morning. Holy cow. A.m., Ray. Yeah, don't call me at 4.15. Uh-huh. I admire that very much. <laughs> Maybe 6, but I'm not in the 4.15 Ray, zone. if you want me to give you a call at 4.15, I'll do it. <laughs> I, I don't may, mind. I need to move that direction. What do you get up at four? What do you do when you get up? Tell me what your day starts. How's it start? So uh, the, the the alarm clock it goes off at four fifteen, and I have my wake up buddy, who also wakes up at four fifteen. So we'll text each other. Like I'll send him a text. He'll send me a text. I know if I don't send him that text, I'm gonna be like, oh man. That's good accountability. So your accountability. Yeah, that's great. So you do that with your friend, and then what do you do? Do you do you charge into the day, or do you have some meditation time, or or uh, Exercise, what do you do? So uh, it's very important for me to have that meditation time to clear my my mind, my, you know, make sure my spirit is uh, awake. And the way I do that, like um, I'll say a little prayer and I'll like go over, like I'll just go over to my desk and look at all my big goals. I'll look at all my goals. I'll read aloud my affirmation statements, things that I want to accomplish, things that are important to me, things that I know I have to do to accomplish these goals. And um, I always write down 10 things that I'm thankful for. I I believe that's super important to have that attitude for gratitude. gratitude. I agree with you. It's incredibly powerful. Um, And then I'll read read a good book for like 15 minutes. Uh, usually it's like a self-development book like Maxwell or oh, yeah. uh, Carnegie, so, someone, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to set the tone, uh, the Bible. Yeah. That, that's a good book from what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. So you get going four fifteen. you do these. Um, I love the gratitude. I just can't imagine a day getting started any better than with gratitude. I love the affirmations. Was this something that you grew up with, or is this something that you adopted in college? Where did you learn? Who who got into your head and helped you see the benefit of those kind of things? So the the morning prayer, that's something that I grew up with. That's right. my parents uh, gave that. It's a great discipline. Uh, it's a wonderful that discipline. discipline to me. Uh, but everything else is like something I picked up from someone I've met along the way. And I feel like I've identified a morning routine and an evening routine that fit me very well. Yeah. Um, I think that every everyone would benefit from a morning and an evening routine. And what I do may not necessarily work for somebody else, but it works for me. You know what I'm finding? Because I talk to people all the time who are high achievers and they live the big life. And almost all of them have some type of a morning routine and an evening routine. And uh, you, they can be different. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that this person's morning routine is different from the other. But 
there's no question about what they're doing when they wake up. They know what their routine is, and they get after it, and then they're able to face the day with enthusiasm and intensity. And uh, I'm curious. I wasn't thinking about asking about an evening routine. Can you tell me what your evening? Uh, what time do you go to bed if you get up at four fifteen? I so uh, on, on my phone. I have like a reminder. It says bedtime. Nine o'clock p.m. You know, my phone told me it could do that, and I haven't <laughs> done that yet. But I mean, it, it said it can help me. It gives me a little warning that it's getting ready to go to bed. So I've got to check into that. Nine o'clock, it tells you getting close to bedtime. Nine o'clock. All right. And so, like when that happens, like usually, uh, I'm uh, maybe shuffling through emails or text messages, and uh, it's it's time to wind down. It's time to wind down. And so I'll go over to my evening routine and, uh, something that I do, uh, I received this, this, uh, habit from one of my clients and, uh, she told me that I need to go out and find a rock and call it my magic rock. And I hold this rock and I know you're, you're a spiritual person. Uh, I believe that like the rock and, and this particular rock I found when I was in Italy, mm-hmm. I found in, I was in uh Cinque Terre mm-hmm. and I went out into the, the water and pulled out a rock and I was like, all right, this is, the, this is my rock. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of positive energy yeah. in that rock. Okay. And I think about as I, as I hold the rock, like what's the best thing that happened today? What is the best thing? And it forces me to think about everything that happened throughout the course of the day. I love that. And uh, I find it to be very powerful. So that's a way to recap your day and be able to hang on to that thing that was the most powerful for the day. So you do that, then 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 is it bedtime? Is that so? We we go from the the rock to uh, I'll say my affirmation statements and like you know recap. Here these are my goals and just continuing to plant those into my mind. And then I'll read. Uh, I'll, I'll read a good book, uh, like five minutes, five ten minutes. Reading like a good book, nothing that's going to get the mind turning. Right. And I heard, Tim Ferriss, I heard Tim Ferriss say that just today. <laughs> he said you don't want to read a lot of uh, entrepreneurial stuff that's going to keep you awake all night. You want to read <laughs> fiction or something that's just going to let you kind of be able to, to to relax a little bit. Yeah, you, you, usually like I'll I don't know pull out something um, that's spiritual. And just, you know, clears the mind and, uh, you know, softens the the soul. And, you know, following that, uh, uh, I'll I'll lie down. And uh, my my grandmother gave me this one. Uh, It's seven Hail Marys uh, before I go to sleep. And really saying them, not just like, you know, whipping them, just like, you know, running through them as... Nice and slow, deep breathing. And uh, then I lie down and uh, it's lights out. Uh, I love it. And so pretty much every day we're going to find you waking up the same way and going to bed about the same way every day. Uh, <laughs> well, in, in a perfect world, I would go to sleep at 9, yeah. 9 15 every night. Uh, Is that sometimes where it, it doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but I can wake up at I can do the wake up that that's I'm that's pretty sad. consistent with that, but the going to sleep can be tough. So what time normally is your first clients? When do you start seeing clients? I usually start seeing clients around 6am. 
uh, sometimes 5.30 oh, wow. a.m. I am really impressed with your, um, just the way you've thought through things and the way you have, um, you know, I, I see people and they have the entrepreneurial side and they don't really take deeply kind of the, the growing of themselves, making sure that they are growing on the inside, making sure their heart is expanding, not just their bank account is expanding. And I sense from you, um, I sense from you that you have your priorities right. And it's a beautiful thing. I just don't want to put you or embarrass you. I just want you to know it's a beautiful <laughs> thing to see. And uh, may your tribe increase because that, that is wonderful. Tell me where people, I, I'm hoping, I know you're you probably, how many clients do you have right now? Do you get, can you say right off the cuff? Um, I have, like I, I currently, I actively see in person 23. Um, but we, we have about 43, 44 that we have either online or in home. Cool. So if someone wanted to talk to you about becoming a part of your team, you becoming their personal trainer, um, you could still meet with them and either you or one of your associates could, could help them. Is that, you still have room? We, we have room. We yeah. have room. We, we always have room. We always have, uh, we will find time to talk to you. Uh, we, yeah, you can contact us. You can go to our website, www.homefront.fitness. And, uh, you can, you can message me directly from the website. Um, you can find my contact information. Uh, nothing would make me happier than to sit down with you and listen to you to help you uh, figure out what it is you want. If you don't know what you want to achieve, um, I would strongly struck, strongly recommend contacting us or contacting someone else you, that you know and trust who is a fitness professional. If you do want to lose weight and get healthier and become stronger, uh, do not hesitate. I'm thinking if they've listened all the way through this podcast, you're going to want to go to homefront.fitness.com. Dot dot fitness. It's not a dot .com. Okay, homefront.fitness. Homefront dot fitness. Okay. You can go there, um, and we we will take care of you and be excited to do so. Christian, you have been amazing. Do you mind if I ask you a couple of quick questions? Yeah, that's uh, just kind fire of away, right? This lightning fire round, we'll see, we'll see where this goes. Uh, my brand is called The Big Life, and so I'm always curious when someone hears Big Life, what are they thinking? What do you think when you hear Big Life? You're, uh, you're a dreamer with a plan, and uh, not, not a daydreamer, but you're like you, you think you have big goals, and you actively pursue those goals and you know you can't do them by yourself so you invite other people to help you to achieve those goals and to make them clear you nailed it you nailed it do you have a favorite word uh i would say that my well a word that's very important to me is faith because i you know i believe faith is the eternal elixir which gives you know it gives us life power yeah. and action to the impulse of thought. Uh, you know, my mother, she, when I was a child, she gave me this, this mustard seed and it said, you know, if you have faith, the size of a mustard seed, anything is possible. Yeah. And a mustard, it's like this little tiny seed. So I'm like, well, you know, I must have at least that much faith. Right. Um, it, it's, 
powerful. Uh, Golly, yes. it's powerful. I, I love that. Faith is a great word. Do you have a least favorite word? Uh, let's see. I don't like the word. Um, let's see here. Impossible. Do you know, I had someone the other day, I was doing a podcast, uh, Dr. Debbie Phillips, wonderful lady. And she said something very close. It was the word can't. Can't. For her. And she said that she had a teacher that helped her when she was a child bury that word in her backyard and so impossible i agree cut it right out of the dictionary no need to no need to deal with that word because it it is all possible isn't it it you know if you believe something like if you have faith that something can happen then i believe that it can you know obviously like i'm not going to beat usain bolt in a hundred meter relay right um but that's not where my priorities are. That's right. not what my purpose is. Like if you take time to sit down and define, to figure out what your purpose is, that's not impossible. Yeah. You can do whatever you want to do. I agree. I agree. And in fact, for so many people, and one of the reasons for the big life is to help people take the blinders off and let them see that there's so much more. And uh, it's, it's not impossible. There's so much more they can do. Curious, do you have a favorite quote? Favorite quote, uh, you know, the uh, the legend, Confucius. Right. Yeah, those who say they can and those who say they can't are usually right. Yeah. Spot yeah. on. Oh, yeah, you're right. If we say it, uh, that's what we're going to get. It's, it's very important. Um, favorite historical figure? Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Abe Lincoln. Yeah, me too. You know, guy came from nowhere. Yeah. Like, you know, he had to teach himself. He had to find books to, to read so he could educate. And, you know, who in their right mind? They're like, and I think he was in what, Kentucky. Yeah. And, but the 18th, uh, 19th century. Yeah. And he had to figure a way how to find books oh, and yeah. read them. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> and then he ran for like office so many times and lost and he kept on losing, but he kept on going back. Yeah. I agree. Very. I don't know if it gets better than Abe. That's wonderful. Have you ever thought of any other profession you would like to, if this, if, if somebody said, okay, you can't be a personal trainer, any other profession you think, yeah, that probably, that I'd move in that direction. Um, you know, I would not call this a profession, but it's something I would like to try. And like, I would like to serve my community in, in the form of politics um, I don't l really like politics. I don't talk a whole lot of politics, but I want to serve. I, I, I that's something that wow. I really want to do. I don't know if it is in the form of being a politician, but that makes a difference. That's that's wonderful. That's it. And we need people like you who want to make a difference. Uh, beautiful. That caught me off off guard a little. I wasn't expecting that. That's really really good. Have you read anything lately that has inspired you that you would say? Hey, listeners, you need to you need to check out this book. Anything jump to mind? Uh, I'm reading a book called The 10X Rule right now, and it's about setting big goals and then multiplying those goals by 10. Wow. And whoo, if you think big. your goals are big, well, then multiply them by 10. And wow. That's great. I, I'll have to check that book out. That sounds really wonderful. What are you most grateful for at this moment in time? Right now, uh, I would say I am just incredibly grateful for like all the uh, amazing people that surround me. 
Um, I go through every day filled with, it's just filled with one positive person after another positive person. I'm just absorbing all this positive energy all day long. It's amazing. That is amazing. And you bring it, you bring it. (laughs) The time that I've just met you, you are one of the most positive, energized, generous spirited, um, you have it. And I'm excited to become your friend and uh, just watch what's going to happen in your life over the next years. One final question. The day will come, hopefully a long, long time down the road, but uh, when people will gather to celebrate your life because you will have passed away and moved to the next life, what do you want to be said of you when you are gone? You know, uh, I would like people to, you know, to say, uh, to think that I pursued my dreams with, you know, relentless desire and unwavering faith and I pursued my purpose in life with, uh, without any regrets and just went forward, went for it, didn't care what the world thought and, you know, gave it my best effort. And uh, like he, he was a man of, of faith um, and they felt loved when they were in my presence. <laughs> You are on your way. For sure, you are on your way. Thank you, Christian, so much. This has really been wonderful. Uh, Thank you, Ray. It's It's been an honor. You've been listening to The Big Life. If you like what you've heard, then please do us a favor and rate us on iTunes. And now I'm not just saying that for you to forget that. Go to iTunes and rate us. It'll help us a lot, I promise. You can get more information about this and other episodes of The Big Life at raywaters.com or you can join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bigliferay or follow us on Twitter at Ray D. Waters. I hope you'll join us again next week. The executive producer of The Big Life is Neil Campbell and I'm Ray Waters. Ray Waters.